We Like Dola, episode 323, is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Ye Old Raven, Ninja Skills, Samson Magnuson, Rx Cowboy, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Bean Dog, Modstar, Icebug, Spanguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Xynuson, Dolly Kaustreff, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zieg, and Strawcat. We Like Dola, episode 323, starts now. Okay, so no intro, I guess. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to We Like Dota, episode 323. My name is A2K. I'll be your host for today. And I'm joined by the one and only Charlene. What's up, Charlene? Hello, Arian. Hello, Internet. Yeah, uh, we were just talking about how nobody's leaving their house. So it's hard to have, like, cool stories that happen to us uh, for the intro, uh, which leads us right into the Dota feelings, I guess. All right, Charlene, you know the segment where we ask I the do. question. Okay, do it. Ask me. How was your week in Dota? And how did it make you feel? That wasn't even good. No, it really wasn't. You, already, you started too close already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. My bad, my okay. bad. It's okay. Uh, sentiment is still there. Um, my week in Dota has been all right, actually. Um, something came over me. I don't know why, but I went to like settings and then I was like, oh, what is this tab all the way over here on the, on the right hand side? Um, it, it's like called profiles. And then I went there and I was like, oh, this is where I can manage my teams and stuff. I was like, okay, cool. And then I noticed a recalibration button. And I don't know what came over me, but I clicked it. So <laughs> right now I am officially recalibrating. I'm currently four W's and two L's in. And I don't think anything will change because all the people I'm getting matched with. And this is solo recalibration, which is also like a bigger hit to my ego, I think, mm. because in the past I've always only played party games with Bay, but this is all all just just me, just little old me. Um, <gasps> oh my god. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, you explained, like, where the setting is, right? Yeah. Um, I navigated in my Dota clear, like, just right now, I navigated there, and I clicked the recalibration button, <laughs> and I thought there was going to be, like, a prompt, but it just, like, instantly recalibrated me. I didn't want to do that. Dude. Oh, I just ranked up, Charlene. I'm going to lose like 500. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, shit. All right. Sorry. Continue. Oh. oh, that feels really bad. You know how there's that Simpsons moment of of like Ralph and you can uh, and uh, what's his face? Bart is like, you can see exactly when his heart breaks and he just keeps replaying Yo. the moment over and over. How's there not like a double check prompt for this? Thing? I don't know. I'm so sorry. 
Oh my god. Alright, sorry. Uh, sorry for interrupting. Continue, please. Oh, Arian, do you want to take a moment? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm okay. good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'm recalibrating. I think it'll be around like low legend, maybe high archon, but I think mm. it won't change from what I have been. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my rank journey thus far. And otherwise, like games with friends have been great. I, I got to play couple games with uh community members queued with uh raven and and backwards backwards which mm. was really fun um and then yesterday played morning dota with uh plaid pirate our very own plaid pirate and oh, poponahu oh cats wait that guy's not a cat right nope that's a that's a cat that's a hiss okay okay <laughs> um yeah no but dota's been great uh, how's your weekend Dota Arian and how to make you well, feel? <laughs> until this point where I accidentally recalibrated, my weekend Dota was actually very, very nice. Um, out of my nine like uh, regular length matches that I played this week, I actually won eight. Um, and since a lot of those were all re also ranked, I went from not seeing my percentage to ranking up. So, you know, I'm a, a legend three player now. And I was at 27% on that uh, before I accidentally recalibrated. My God, dude. I mean, <laughs> like when I calibrate, I feel like what always happens, I win like seven games out of the 10 calibration games and I lose mm -hmm. like 300 or 400. Blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure that happens to everybody. So I'm very sad that I'm apparently going to lose... <laughs> Oh, this dude. <laughs> again. Um, okay, I I don't want to dwell on it. Okay, I'm here okay. to talk about my previous weekend order. Yeah. So, uh, in ranking up, I played a mix of mid and safe lane, actually, which is not safe. that unusual anymore for me. Um, I played a game of anti-mage, uh, which was okay. Like, my lane was really good, but then I made a couple stupid decisions. But it was one of those games where, like, my team was owning that hard, where, like... They didn't even need me as a late game insurance policy. And another game I wanted to talk about, I actually played it uh, today. I played a Lifestealer safe lane game, right? And I had a Venge on my lane. Um, and I noticed, like, he wasn't that confident with, like, using his abilities. And a couple times he, like, accidentally took a couple CS from me with Wave and stuff. But mm -hmm. I didn't mind. But then around like minute five for some reason venge and the position for earth spirit uh, decided to swap um oh and then as soon as the venge is top like one or two minutes later my underlord who was position three he like just starts flaming this venge hardcore for taking like two seats oh no and this guy got so tilted at the venge for taking like two CS that he he just refused to buy items um like at minute, I don't know what, the Ricky had like four levels on him and he was just running around with like 3k gold in his inventory. So this guy was griefing us super hard. He went first item, uh, size of vice, like he didn't even get boots first. Um, and then he saved up another 6k gold uh, and then he got a Shiva's guard. Uh, and there, the enemy Ricky was owning our entire team, he had like a, I think like a 10 minute battlefield or something. Uh, nah, 11 minute battlefield actually, which is like almost GG. Um, yeah, but in that's the end, pretty. Uh, you'd be surprised to find out we actually won that game, Shelly. Yeah? Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like I carried that game pretty hard. Uh, I went the Armlet, Deso, Assault Curas build, and then I got a Skull Bash and an MKB. And 
Lifesteal with those items, he uh, he does do a lot of damage. And I did damage to the enemy heroes, uh, <laughs> and they died. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. My strats and fights was like... Because the Ricky, I couldn't really kill him uh, because I got MKB like really late. Um, mm -hmm. So my strat and team fight was just like two, three-shot invoker and puck, uh, which I'm sure wasn't fun for them, but uh, it was very satisfying for me. So yeah, um, that was my week in Dota. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to go now, but I was still happy about ranking up because uh, uh, I didn't play a lot of ranked, and uh, which means I didn't rank up. But, you know, I played ranked. I ranked up. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I think sums about sums up my weekend order, kind of. Cool. All right. Uh, Want to move on to the news? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. All right. Getting into the news. Um, this is actually, I'd say, kind of a lighter news week this week. So the like big upcoming thing is obviously the DPC leagues. Um. We got, you know, the final teams confirmed, who, who's going to play in those, stuff like that. Um, the opening match for EU, which I'm actually kind of excited about, is uh, Liquid versus Viking.gg. Um, and apparently they're both, like, pretty confident uh, that they're going to win. But Viking.gg, they have, like, a really, really good record against Team Liquid. They kind of just, like, uh, have their number. But oh. Liquid, basically, they're saying that they have way more experience playing a like high stakes tournament so we'll, we'll we'll see how that shakes out but yeah i mean we talk kind of these leagues to death already so <laughs> i'm excited but we'll see what they bring um obviously it's not gonna be like suddenly the majors are back or something because except in china actually where they're putting together a pretty high value production uh, everything else will just be online but yeah i'd recommend to anybody who's still interested in pro dota um, to check out the Chinese leagues because they're actually going to have like apparently on-site attendance for players uh, for the yeah for the league and stuff like that. Oh, to make it like an actual LAN event. Yeah, yeah, because okay. in China like COVID's not a huge deal anymore, so mm -hmm. they can afford to make actual LAN uh, LAN DPC events and stuff like that. Um, yes. Which I think will increase their viewership quite a bit comparatively to other regions because people really miss the LAN experience, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other item on the news here is uh, patch 7.28B. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to go over Little the mini whole patch, patch, obviously. Yeah, but there's uh, a couple significant things here. Um, Orb of Corrosion now has a 100 gold recipe. I think that makes sense because, like, everybody was buying it. It was so it was strong. Item. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. Um Something else uh, here, a Falcon Blade buff. Mana region increased from 1.6 to 1.8 and health increased from 150 to 175. And I gotta say, at this point, this item's kind of growing on me. I know I call, I flamed it pretty hard when the patch came out. I called it like a fake Aquila and not worth the money. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, these smaller items, they operate on very tight margins. Uh, and the margins are closing quite rapidly and on some heroes uh, i think falcon blade is actually really good right now uh, mm -hmm. i played a night stalker mid game yesterday with ursi and i went falcon blade before i went axe and it felt amazing because having that mana region is really nice on somebody like night stalker mm, uh, yeah yeah uh apart from that not a 
huge deal of changes. You know, uh, they buffed Ice Spire from Ditch because apparently it's like super easy to kill before, uh, which is nice. Oh, by the way, I know this is like nothing that was changed uh, in the patch, but can we talk about uh, Carry Omni Knight? Yeah, so his Aghanim Shard uh, that was added is a six second cooldown. It's kind of like Jinada, but you can actively cast it, you're not forced to cast it. And it causes Omni Knight's next attack to deal bonus pure damage based on 50 plus 150% of his base damage. So it makes his entire attack pure damage and is like a 150% uh, crit. Um, yeah. And it heals him for the same amount that he did. So mm -hmm. that's insane. Yeah. I I just got to say, like, pure damage, it basically means, you know, assuming, like, the guy you're hitting has a lot of armor, which they have in the late game, and just, like, maybe, like, 75% resistance to, you know, physical damage. That means it's, like, 150% of your attack damage and that times four because you're doing pure damage, uh, which is an insane amount of damage. Mm -hmm. uh, really good, for sure. Yeah, and if you can, <clears throat> I think, like, Echo Saber and Sanj, or, like, something where you can definitely stick on them with your mm. with your thing, with your degen yeah. aura, and you just, like, double hit them with Echo Saber or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the hero slaps, definitely. Yeah, he does. Um, and I mean, they they nerfed his damage talent from which was previously at level fifteen uh, from seventy to forty damage. They did, yeah. But they also took it down to level ten, um, which means that you're I I feel like you're early game monster now, right? Like you get the movement speed probably at fifteen now plus the damage, and then at like twenty minutes you're going to be level fifteen with the shard and just owning the entire enemy team. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say if that's an actual nerf or not. I mean, I think it's a buff, honestly. Because, yeah, you get it earlier, so you're more of a an early game presence. Yeah, and it helps you farm so much at level 10 also. Uh, yeah, besides that on this patch, not a lot. I guess Monkey King was nerfed a bit. Uh, they nerfed his axe, the spawn interval of the Wukong's command, you know, Scepter yeah. Boys is changed from 3.5 to 4. I know you have a couple uh, issues just, with the current iteration of Monkey King. I, I just feel like so many games, like 7 out of 10 games, I'll see Monkey King, and I'll, I'll just know that that game is going to be very, very difficult. <laughs> yeah, he's very good right now. I agree. Yeah. Um, apparently, like, people don't even max Jingu anymore on this hero. They, yeah. they go Primal Spring, like Max, because it does 350 damage, which is really good, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. And they use that to farm, which makes you get your eggs very early. And I mean, I think everybody just builds first item eggs right now. Like they go like phase corrosion eggs, something like that. Um, and I think the like core part about what makes eggs busted on Monkey King is that most heroes, they have to decide, like most carries, uh, they have to decide for their first item, do I want to get a fighting item or do I want to get a farming item? Uh, and yeah, if you're going like both. Belfry, you're not going to be, yeah, you're not going to be good at fighting. Uh, but this hero, he can get a very cheap uh, item that gives him great stats for fighting, a great, you know, addition for fighting in the little monkey boys. Mm -hmm. And it also makes him farm super fast. So you kind of get like the best of both worlds for very cheap and a very nice package. 
and it makes it so that he can take Roche like by himself. <laughs> yeah. Once you get yeah, axed. Exactly. Stupid. Also, um, his, I I mean I talked about but but his Aghanim shot is insane. Uh, I'd recommend only buying it after you level twenty, but actually level fifteen. What is it again? Mind. It uh, reduces the cooldown of tree dance to zero point oh, four right. from yeah. one, just and zoomed. it reduces the cast point to zero point one. So combining that with the four seventy five tree dance cast range, you can like pretty much scale the entire map in I don't know thirty seconds or something. Um, yeah, really good, really good mobility for him. It makes him like super nice against heroes like storm spirit because like he spends all his mana uh to you know travel a distance and monkey king he can just do the same thing for zero mana uh i hate yeah, it uh, yeah uh i mean i think his shard is probably gonna ner get nerfed at some point um on the other hand uh i think monkey's early game really isn't that good nowadays um especially if you're not maxing jingu uh i think he's pretty easy to take down and gank i think he can still trade though Again, yeah that's true yeah i think if you if you're coordinated to apply pressure on the monkey then jingu makes it so that he can't sustain in lane like he used to be able mm. to but he can still trade pretty well because his melee range is huge for one thing, but then even if yeah, he's yeah. not leveling Jingu, he can still, I don't know, uh, like even just one point in it makes it so that it's less efficient for just one person to try to zone him. Mm -hmm. uh, last big thing uh, on the 7.28B patch, uh, Outworld Devour Devourer. Uh, he was like buffed super hard uh, basically across the board so he got two more base armor uh, 0.3 agility gain 10 movement speed uh, one region extra uh, his essence flux chance was buffed uh, astral imprisonment damage yeah. and mana steal was increased sanity's eclipse base damage was increased i didn't even know that had a base damage these days but that's cool i guess um and then they, you know, changed his talents around, but most of them were also just straight buffs. Um, good hero right now. We're going to get into this, but this hero, uh, he kind of slaps. He does. And, and cool. Destroyer, yeah. by the way, not Devourer. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into this as well in the hero <laughs> of the week, but this is a, this guy has a troubled naming history, so to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, nice. Uh, let's... Actually, maybe just get into the Hero of the Week then. You're tougher than Axe thought! Come along! Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo! More Meepo! I love you guys! <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Hero of the Week for this week is Outworld Destroyer. Is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so just to catch you up, uh, guys, on this uh, hero's extensive naming history. Initially, when he came out, he was uh, Outworld Destroyer, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But then in 2013, they changed his name to Outworld Devourer. But just last year, in December, they changed his name back to Outworld Destroyer. And I'm not really sure why. I think Dora paid him off, probably. Maybe. Could be. Possible. Okay, uh, let's get into the abilities. 
Okay. Well, how about how about I do lore, and you do abilities? Sure. Okay, I'll do the abilities. So okay. his first ability, uh, arcane orb. Um, it's a like orb attack. You know, as the name says. Um, it adds extra pure damage to outworld destroyer's attack based on his current mana pool. So it converts 16% of his mana pool. Um, oh, never mind. That's okay. That changed a bit up a, quite extensively, actually. So it's not the same mana cost to mana pool ratio. So it takes 16% of his mana pool and applies that as pure damage, but it uses 20% of his uh, current mana. Um, so, you know, you can use it like always but if you lo have low mana this is gonna basically do no damage um the cooldown on this is four seconds at level one uh scaling down to zero seconds which means you know it's gals directly with your attack speed uh at level four um yeah this you know you what makes this guy a, you know good core right clicker stuff like that uh next spell astral imprisonment places a target unit into an astral prison. The hidden unit is invulnerable and disabled. So it's like, you know, it's not even there. It's kind of like phase shift, basically. Um, when the astral prison implodes, it deals damage to the target and steals a percentage of their maximum mana. So duration is 1.75, scaling up to four seconds. Damage, 120, scaling up to 360. Um, the mana capacity steal is 16, scaling up to 22%, uh, which is pretty decent actually and the steel lasts 30 scaling up to 60 seconds uh cast range 650 which used to be way worse so yeah that's pretty nice um next ability is essence flux uh and it passively grants you a chance to restore a percentage of your max mana each time you cast an ability so the chance is 30 percent at every level but the mana that you get restored the max mana that you get restored every time it procs scales from 20 up to 50%, which is pretty extensive. And to my knowledge, this still also works on Arcane Orb, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, last ability of his is Sanity's Eclipse, his ultimate. Uh, unleash a Psychic Blast that deals to enemies, that deals, okay, the tooltip is wrong, but it deals damage to enemies, I suppose is true, you know. It's supposed to uh, be written there. <laughs> yeah. Deals damage to enemies based on the difference between your mana and the target's mana. And it also does base damage. So the base damage uh, is 200, scaling up to 400. And the mana difference multiplier is 0 0.4. So, you know, if OD has 200 mana uh, and casts it on somebody with 100 mana, you're going to do 400. Is that right? Yeah, you're going to do 400 more magical damage to the target yeah yeah correct it's dirty dirty uh, dirty spell yeah dirty spell against you know strength heroes stuff like that um i'm surprised i didn't like i was aware of his changes but i didn't know that essence flux is not an aura anymore because it used to like apply to your entire team like a 1k radius but i guess now this is more of a you know selfish hero uh mm -hmm. yeah uh he also has a Aghanim Scepter, which like everybody buys and it makes Astral Imprisonment uh, have two charges and increases the cast range by 150. And his shard is Essence Flux becomes a 1.5 second channel ability and it swaps Outworld, Outworld Destroyers current life and mana totals. 
only transfers 75% of the respective values. Damn, that's weird. It's real weird, but I guess... Uh... I mean, I guess it's good because OD is like always full mana because of his E. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a heal, I guess. Um, yeah, seems cool though. Uh, it's an interesting mechanic. I'm down for that. Uh, talents at level 10, you can choose between 15 attack speed and 200 health. Uh, level 15, 30 movement speed or 250 mana. Uh, level 20, 0 0.15 Sanity's Eclipse mana multiplier or 20 strength. That's a lot of strength. Holy shit. Uh, 25, 30% spell lifesteal or 2% arcane orb damage. Hmm. I think at level 10, what do you think? I think I take the health, honestly. 200 health is nice. Uh -oh. Health is nice, but I think you build them as a... As a as a bopper. Yeah, but even as a bopper, you want health, right? More than movement speed. I guess. Um, yeah, I I'm just not sure if OD has like trouble, uh, you know, catching up with people with all the disabled. Yes. Wait, attack uh, speed. Not we're, we're talking about level ten, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Uh, level fifteen. You can choose between two hundred fifty mana and thirty movement speed, which is what I thought previously. Uh. I think you would think that you take the mana because, uh, like, a lot of your spells use to scale off mana, but these days only your arcane orb scales off mana. So I'm inclined to actually take the movement speed, maybe. 30 movement speed is kind of a lot, and it makes OD a really fast hero because his new base, base movement speed is, like, what? Uh, 325. That means you have uh, 355 base movement speeds without boots. Yeah, that, is, that sounds really good, in my opinion. Yeah, move um, speed. Yeah, I guess the move speed uh, synergizes well with what makes him so annoying right now, which is just, like, get up to people yeah. and do stuff. But at um, the same time, he's mana-based. So getting the mana is also... Yeah, but it's... He's he's not mana-based anymore, right? He's mostly int-based. Only his Q scales off his mana pool. True. True. Um, yeah. and, and, um, and his ult is based off of difference. Yeah, but it's indifference, not mana difference. Oh, mana difference. No, it's mana difference. My bad, my bad. Okay, so I, I read that incorrectly. Man, they changed the seal so much. <laughs> so Ooh. I think, I don't know. I, I kind of think that the mana... Yeah, if his ult is also more... scaling of mana difference, I think I'd agree. I'd probably take the mana talent then. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah who knows? Uh, buff says mana. Okay. Uh... Level 20, you can choose between 0 0.15 Sanity's Eclipse Mana Difference Multiplier or 20 Strength. I think you take the Strength, right? 20 Strength is so much. Yeah, like, Strength uh, seems pretty good. Dota buff generally agrees, but I, I, I'm not sure this has been updated because right now it's still saying the Talon is uh, plus 0.1, not 0.15. Oh, okay. Um, level 25, Spell Lifesteal or Arcane Orb Damage. I'm not sure, but I think you take the spell lifesteal, like 2%. Really? It doesn't seem that impactful, the arcane orb damage, to be honest. Like 2%, that's not a lot. That's like maybe, I don't know, That's that would be like, I don't know, 30 or something if you have a really high mana pool. And I mean, 30, 30 pure damage is nothing to joke at, but I think in the grand scheme of things, the... Spell lifesteal will enable you to do a lot more damage in the long run because you're much more survivable. That's true. Mm. 
Yeah. So, but so much of this thing right now is not based on that. You you imprison them. You uh, meteor yeah, hammer but, them. <laughs> I mean, if we're assuming you go offlane, which like everybody does right now with Odie, yeah. um, I think what makes him good in the offlane right now is taking the health talent plus the strength talent, which means you're like just inherently a super tanky hero. True. Um, and with that, the spell life still seems very nice. And as an offlaner, like. You don't have to do all the damage, so you probably don't need the 2% arcane orb damage. True, true. At least I think. Um, yeah, uh, we already mentioned this guy goes offlane right now, which I would have never expected. I would have expected safe lane OD to be viable before offlane OD. But yeah, it's enabled by him being a pretty fast hero these days, so he doesn't necessarily have to go mid lane because his other lanes are so weak. Um, the combination of the health and the strength talent makes him internally super tanky. And then you also have like, I'd say kind of insane utility if you're building eggs, Meteor Hammer, because you can push out waves super easily, but then you can also just like remove a hero from a fight for eight seconds or alternatively remove two heroes for four seconds if you can think you can win the fight fast enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, build wise, I think we already mentioned you were like Meteor Hammer, Axe, and after that, I think you're pretty free. You can think about Shivas, maybe. A Hex would be nice, I guess. Um, yeah. Octarine? Is Octarine Some... something that's done on the Zero? I don't think. I don't know. Um, but I was going to say something to get on them, either like a Blink or a Force hmm. or Hurricane Pike. But you I need mean, some way to catch and like get on top of your targets yeah. first. I think, like, because. I remember when, like, it was it was like half a year ago, but the build on this guy used to be Axe uh, Etherlands, so you can, you know, use oh, the yeah. two presents from super far away. And mm -hmm. since Octarine is made out of Etherlands now, and he likes Octarine, definitely, uh, I think it could be good, Octarine. Uh, yeah, how, how, yeah, I feel how like it wouldn't be bad. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad for sure. What about Witchblade now, actually? No, wait. Witchblade? Witchblade would be real good. It would be, but I can see OD struggling to fit, in, fit it into the build. Because you already have like the small item that you're getting mm, uh, before your bigger items, which is Meteor Hammer, which I think you definitely need. Because like, you can farm with his W, but it's very awkward to farm with his W. Because you have to like CS every creep manually after using it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Maybe one or the yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meteor Hammer's so good. Okay. Um, yeah, Meteor Hammer's yeah. very good. Lore. He's he's a weird guy. <laughs> yeah, very um, edgy. Very edgy, very cryptic. So his lore is that he is part of um, the lordly and magisterial race. Uh, Harbinger, which is his name, prowls the edge of the void. So his job is basically to just exist on the edge of the universe, it sounds like, um, in which he uh, is on the, on the lookout for some kind of evil that mm. will come beyond the edges of creation and turn its attention to our world. So that's, that was his original like, position and purpose. Mm. But ever since the uh, war between the Radiant and the Dire and this perpetual thing of the Ancients, he's now been called into that. So I, I guess the fact that there's this internal war is 
like that in and of itself is more of a danger than mm. than this prophesized something from beyond the edge of creation. He's very yeah. mysterious, very uh, like unclear exactly what his purpose is or what he does. Um, yeah. But very, 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 very <laughs> uncommon things for Dolomar, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, supposedly, like when he was, you know, scaling the outside of the universe, he's seen he he's seen like some dark shit that's coming to us, right? And he wants yeah. to warn us, in a sense. But does he want to warn us? I mean, I, I feel like he's neutral. There's yeah, no he's good or he's bad. like a true neutral guy. But I mean, he wants to, I guess, make us aware, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, but I agree that he. If he's warning us, it's not out of a like holistic sense of you know preserving the Dota world or something like that. No, um, definitely an edge lord though. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, all right, Shelly, want to get into the noobs as noobs? Yeah. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. First question by Neil. Which is better, winter orbs or smiting and lightning? I don't understand this question. <laughs> I don't either. Um, maybe you had a you had scabby? a good interpretation. Yeah, yeah, I like that interpretation. Maybe, like maybe it's like, hey guys, what's better? I have Skadi or Gleipnir. In which case I think Gleipnir is, is Gleipnir is meta for sure. Like yeah. everybody's building Gleipnirs right now. It's a very good item. Um for me personally, though, I gotta take Scotty. I'm a I, like I build Scotty on almost every hero. It's so Scotty nice. Scotty is Scotty yeah. is sneaky good. Like you don't really consider the reduction in health um, or regen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So like I mean, to be getting hit with Scotty, you're like, what? Why am I suddenly not as strong as I used to be? Hmm. I mean, I don't even think Scotty is like. Uh, underrated these days it used to be like everybody just builds a heart instead of scotty but ever since heart isn't like super good anymore uh, i feel like scotty has become like most carries uh i want to be tanky item mm. uh-huh. it gives a good mix of you know damage uh tankiness and armor and the proc is i would say i'm i might be wrong on this but in like from my understanding in dota it's like the best uh like negative buff that you can have on an enemy carry in the late game um a lot of carries who like normally would destroy you and you just can't handle the damage uh like maybe a monkey king a jug or a pa uh scardy really tones down the damage and makes it manageable to play against them yeah yeah Sorry, Neil, for not knowing what <laughs> you actually mean by this question or maybe maybe that is what you meant and we cracked the code yeah, I mean, I, I think we just have to assume that we are 100% correct on our interpretation. Uh, next question, also by Neil. Is caffeine intoxita- intoxication a mental disorder? You're the biologist, Charlene. Um, so I don't think, like, intoxication, I don't think being under the effects of it is... Um, also, mental disorder, I, I think there's... We have to, like, define what that means. Hmm. So if we're going with the definition of um, the the disorder part being that something is not 
imbalance. And, and I usually, I think mental disorder usually also implies not just that there's something in, not in balance, but that it negatively affects that person's life in some way. Mm. So caffeine intoxication, so being under the effects of caffeine, I think don't necessarily qualify for the um, danger part, but it does have the imbalance part. But I do think everyone will agree that caffeine addiction is yeah, definitely a, a disorder because I almost that, never drink coffee. Yeah, I'm not a coffee drinker or a caffeine drinker, any sodas or teas or anything. Okay, uh, next question by Salty Persian. What are the strong supports of the most recent patch? Um, coming to mind for me right now are Shadow Shaman and Nyx Assassin. Shadow Shaman for sure. Um, Ogre also feels strong. True, yeah, Ogre is really good. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> They're just like the ones that feel strong. I mean, um, maybe it's towers being so weak right now, so Bloodlust makes you, you know push very fast, something like mm -hmm. that. I, I'm not sure why Ogre, but Nyx is definitely just the numbers on his abilities being pretty high these days. Like 300 bonus damage on Vendetta, your stun does a decent amount of damage, your W. Uh, Nyx is very nice at the moment. Uh, yeah, Rexcow asks, what is your guilty pleasure crazy build? Hmm. Let's hmm. make a look. Hmm. Guilty pleasure crazy build. Damn, this is Speaking of ogre, um I I actually really like uh getting that Midas and then transitioning to a core. True. So true. I, I mean... played a turbo game last night where I got got a Midas and then um got eggs, ate it, got Scythe of Ice. Um, and then I was just pumping out moon shards for a bunch of my teammates. <laughs> but uh, what I should have done is gotten like an SNY or something yeah, where I, mean, I can use my own bloodlust. <laughs> I'm honestly not even sure if I would consider that like a crazy out of the box build. Like that hero is the best <laughs> Midas fire in the entire game. <laughs> but um, but going like as a carry as yeah, as yeah. someone who's doing something, not just. Supporting. Okay. Guilty um, pleasure. my guilty pleasure crazy build. Um, what I used to, <laughs> what I used to like was Dagon Pagna, but that's not even like crazy as well. Um, I guess not getting BKB on any hero is that a crazy <laughs> build? Like every yes. build I do is a crazy yes. build because it just skips BKB. Yeah, yeah I, I think that qualifies. <laughs> Maybe I'll build oh. BKB in my recalibration games. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it'll actually launch you up into ancient. Hopefully. Like, oh, oh, can you actually KB gain now? MMR in recalibration? Like, it feels I, like you just lose no matter what. I don't actually know. It seems so often that you just lose it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, next question, also by Rex Cow. Over under on how long offlane OD is nerfed? Three more. Well, weeks. they just yeah they, they like just dropped this one so i think it's at least gonna be yeah two weeks minimum um i think like because of the new dpc leaked uh structure uh oh, there's like right. a couple there's a couple off days uh where can, they can definitely uh 
put in a small patch. Uh, so I don't think they'll have to wait like two months until those leaks are over. Uh, next question by that Charlie. My back hurts. Now that I'm spending my days teaching through a computer screen, any recommendations of a good chair type? Also, when playing Dota, what heroes are so dull that I won't be craning towards uh, at the screen and doing myself further damage? So I got a like racing type gaming chair for my birthday last year. And I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's nice. It has good lower back support. It has like one of those pillows with a strap that's strapped to the like back part of the chair uh, which supports your lower back uh yeah it's very comfortable so one of those i would recommend mm. um i i just recommend getting up every now and then true yeah. i know it's hard but just like at least every hour and a half i try mm. to get up at least for five minutes yeah. just like go and drink water go to the bathroom or something wash you my could, hands <laughs> you could also think about sitting on one of those like really big medicine balls that's uh oh, that engages no. your lower back a lot i i do that from time to time actually for an entire day yeah maybe or or uh just standing desk screw the chair completely okay yeah sure those are very expensive though like standing <laughs> desks cost way too much for me to afford true uh, uh last question wait no uh charlie oh, okay. had second question did he what dota yeah Ooh. what dota hero aren't so dull i won't be craning forward dull dota heroes mm. hmm. venomancer razor oh my god i i played a i played a game against razor yesterday as a night stalker mid that was infuriating <laughs> yeah, Razor's definitely... I mean, I killed him two times and he still, like, owned my team afterwards. That was super weird. But, yeah, Razor definitely. The, he's the most, like, brainless hero in Dota. Maybe Viper, even. I was gonna say Viper. Yeah, I mean, I, I played a Viper game this week also, which was, like, the easiest game I've played in my life. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Viper's super brainless as well. Like... <laughs> When I, I was as a viper, right? I was laning against the invoker, and every time I killed him in lane, he just like all chatted me about uh, how my hero is brainless and it didn't take any skill to kill him. I was like, "Yep, that's right, pretty much." <laughs> uh, last question by Ice Cube. Think of someone who is short, slim, and likes to read poetry. Is this person more likely to be an Ivy League university English professor or a truck driver? Hmm. I I've heard this question before. It's the um, truck driver, right? I can't remember the logic. I, it's just I can't remember. Um, I think it is the truck driver. I think what it came down to was uh, um, like stats of yeah, yeah. actual probability or something. I mean, you just have to like. But, uh, from what I'm, I'm not that deep into my statistics class, but I think how you would go about this is look at how many Ivy League professors there are, uh, and then look at how many tra truck drivers are there are, and then you have to weigh the factors that are given here, um, and see if they're so like if they're such a strong identifier of an Ivy League English professor um, uh, that even though there's so many more truck drivers. Uh, there's like uh, there's a he would still be an Ivy League professor, but in this right. case, I think it's more likely that it's a truck driver. But like truck drivers, like 
It's also such a large, I guess the size of the truck doesn't matter. I was thinking you don't really have short truck, truck drivers. I don't, if, I'm sure there's short like... truck. I, mean, <laughs> I think the average truck driver is probably not short, right? But there's probably still a lot more short truck drivers who like to eat, uh, who like to read poetry than there is Ivy League English professors. True, true, true. Yeah, I think. That's um, I think I remember where I heard this was um, as like an interview question that gets asked to consultants, and the other one was um, how many words are there in this newspaper? You just have to give a ballpark Damn. estimate. So just like Damn. being able to, on the fly, do back of the envelope, critical mm. thinking type questions, and I was like, Man, oh, being okay. a consultant must be easy. If those are the, the <laughs> questions, I should become a consultant. <laughs> But that was also maybe dated and a few years ago, and now they're <laughs> looking for something else. Okay, very nice, very nice. Um, all right, uh, I think that concludes uh, this week's podcast. Uh, thank you yeah. for being here uh, and podcasting with me, Charlene. Uh, thank you for everybody out there for listening. And I will not see you guys next week, actually, because I'm taking a three-week break to study for my university exams. So I will see you in a month. Uh, Good luck with your exams. Thank you. I'm sorry about the recalibration. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mad at that. Uh, oh, guys, uh, if there's any, you know, issues with the audio in the next three episodes, excluding this one, it's because Jim is editing them, not me. Uh, so blame Jim, not me, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.